0: On tonight's episode of the Minnesota Rundown, we're going to talk about the big Super Bowl, the game itself, that awesome halftime show, as well as some of the ads, including the stupid one about Winona. We're going to talk about the Timberwolves and their strive to not be the worst team in the NBA. It's just getting hard to watch at this point. We're going to talk about the Minnesota Wild, as well as the big uptick in Gophers hockey. It's all coming up next here on the Minnesota Rundown. Rose balance. it doesn't matter because he
1: drilled it. Derek Rose deserves to be an all-star.
0: And now the Minnesota rundown presented by 10,000 takes. What is going on everyone? This is another week of the Minnesota rundown presented by 10,000 takes. I am boss man joined by JJ journalist Jake. Jake, how the hell are you tonight?
1: Oh, I'm doing just great. You know, it's uh early in the week, so the weekend's over. Sad, but you know, it's uh, another week to get through and discuss the many different things that are happening in our wonderful world right now.
0: Can you can you say everything you just did but with like the Trump bit impersonation? A Trump impersonation? You, yeah, you got a pretty good Trump impersonation, don't you?
1: Well, a lot of people say, but I mean, well, okay, so I'll just okay, here we go. So I don't even know what I just said. I'm like talking about the week. Well, the week's just begun. It's too bad the weekend's over. It's done, but it's a great week. It's going to be a great, beautiful week. A new week to talk about the things that are happening in this big, beautiful, wonderful world. And remember, I'm president. So awesome.
0: This this big, beautiful country. It is a great country. Big, it's a huge. It's a country. huge country.
1: Big world. Great, big, beautiful world. And it's just beautiful. It's great, and
0: it's a great new week. We're gonna do it bigly, <laughs> bigly. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about that Super Bowl last night, Jake. Of you course. know, I think I think after last year's Super Bowl, it was not very hard to top to top it this year. And I think they did a very good job of topping it.
1: Yeah, last year's Super Bowl was so boring and low scoring, and this was just a lot higher scoring and then of course the chiefs coming back from 10 down just you know it's just a lot more exciting and faster pace. i've definitely oh, the comeback yeah, kids geez, i i knew that was going to happen i it just know mahomes was going to do it i mean jimmy g's just mm-hmm. not he's just i i think he's overrated and they stopped the run well, game and chiefs won
0: and it was it was almost like the the 49ers you know how they plowed through the uh the NFC North to get to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. It see, it seems like you know the run game was working. Jimmy only had to pass it less than 30 times the two games mm-hmm. against Packers and the Vikings. And, and it just kind of seemed like they were able to live in this little padded bubble where no no risk or no stress was ever really happening during either of those two games. Yep. And I knew it. I knew it. If the Chiefs were able to shut them down and to put them in a close contest, they weren't going to know what the hell to do because they hadn't been in that situation literally until this yep. game.
1: Exactly. I think they just, they had a kind of easy route to the playoffs too. Like the Vikings are, you know, okay, but our line sucks. Our, our corners and parts of our defense suck. They had it easy. The Packers can't play on the road worth dick. They really don't have anything beyond, you know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and their own line isn't all that great either. And then they have to go up right away against one of the league's best who actually has a fast team, big team, strong team, and they couldn't they couldn't play a full four quarters with it. They obviously played three, but that's not a full game. So I think it caught up to them, to be honest.
0: Well, and for all those people that are blaming it on Shanahan, I mean, the fact that they were comfortably going into that second half you know, 10 to 10, you know, they had, they had like what a minute and a half left in the game. And they were just like nonchalantly running the ball and kind of just not even doing like a hurry up offense. Like yeah, it's one of those situations where I just sit with my jaw dropped to the TV because I'm like, okay, why would you not take this opportunity to score? You have three timeouts, You have an electric offense, at least electric in that half. I mean, you even had the deep pass to, to George Kittle that would have worked if it weren't for that Questionable pass interference call, but it just seemed like they didn't. They were like so cocky that they were going to completely destroy the Chiefs in the second half that they didn't even utilize that time they had left, which it just drives me nuts how teams do. I know, that.
1: and it, we've seen it happen with the uh, with the Vikings this year uh, under uh, under uh, good old Mike Zimmer, and it drives you freaking crazy.
0: So when, many of these coaches do not know clock management. Know. And it's like, it's, it seems like it should be the easiest part of being a coach. Right?
1: Exactly. And, and, but it was like, I've seen some times where you do get pissed, but you're like, okay, but in the end I can see what he was maybe trying to think, but I could, I couldn't like get through my mind. What Shanahan was trying to do. Like you have 90 seconds left in the super bowl. Why aren't you calling a timeout? He had three timeouts. I think at that point, like, why aren't you calling a timeout? That That's just a no brainer. I don't know what his strategy was, I don't know if he like. Oh, I don't want to risk giving up an interception or a fumble. Yeah, but you're taking away your your opportunity to score, and it came back to bite you because you lost by
0: eleven. I, like, yeah, against that Chiefs offense, man, you gotta you gotta do everything you can with. And I know this is a booger analysis, but you gotta try to score on every yeah, play, I know. every chance you get mm-hmm. because. Because you know that they're gonna come back. And and it was amazing to think that this Chiefs team came all the way from that game where they were what down twenty four 24, twenty-four rip in like the first quarter against the Texans mm-hmm. all the way to the Super Bowl. It almost kind of reminds me of like the the Washington Nationals. You know, they were down what they were down two runs to the Brewers yeah, in the bottom. Wild of the eighth game. For that for that play in game. Yeah.
1: Or in that play in game. And they yep. went
0: Yeah, they went all the way from there to the world, to being world series champions. and It's really like a Testament to just not giving up no matter yep. what. And just credit to the chiefs for, for really nailing that down.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the, the 49ers and Shannon was playing too conservative or something. I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know if he was just like, let's just run down. the let's play a run down the clock game or something. It's like, that's not going to work, man. Like, that
0: no this is the super bowl this you is the super you, you got to do you got to leave it all on the this field is the super bowl. it's the last game of the this year this
1: is the super bowl in the nfl like that that can maybe work more so in college but i mean it's, you just can't that was just that was just stupid if i was a 49er fan i'd just be like that's what i'd be ripping about right now is just constantly that timeout and that that 90 constant 90 mm-hmm. that 90 seconds <clears> over and over again what he was thinking cuz that literally was a big part of the game honestly
0: well and and those 49ers were what i think they were up 10 with like 7 minutes yeah. left in the game yeah. if it weren't and and patrick mahomes it was like 3rd and 15 on their own 35 and that big pass to tyreek mm-hmm. hill you know if it weren't for that i don't i don't know if you know because what then it would have been a fourth down you would have forced the chiefs to punt and then you just use that great run game you have and you either run it all the way to the end zone or you run down the clock or you know i mean they they were up two possessions with seven minutes left, I think that would just kill me as a 49ers fan, along with the this blatant, nonchalant carelessness of the last drive. Coach, I think yeah. those two things combined would be would be just the hardest thing to swallow Yeah, but, in this, this entire man, Super I Bowl. could
1: not even imagine if that was like the Vikings in the Super Bowl for the first time and, you know, same amount of time as like the Chiefs were in a Super Bowl, you know, about 50-plus years. But the thing is, we'd never won it. If we were in the Super Bowl – Again, like if we were in yesterday's Super Bowl, if the Vikings were, especially since we never won it, and we had like a two possession lead with like less than ten minutes to go in the game. I'd be, I'd honestly be like depressed, like yeah. I'd, I'd well, be you, brutally you know, depressed Vikings for fans. like ten, like like literally till the in the neck for like ten years. So like that, that's just a shitty way to end a game. I know there's still plenty of time left, and I know. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes definitely is a is a capable capable quarterback to come back like that. And I know some people weren't as maybe a surprise as some people were, but that's still just a a shot. You know, just a shot and to to, to the team and to the fans just to lose like that. That's just brutal.
0: And what pisses me off personally is the fact that they were at so the the over under was fifty four. The game was at 51 and San Francisco had a minute and a half to to charge yep. down the field and maybe score a quick tutty and onside and the, kick whatever. Yeah. And Jimmy just Jimmy just throws an interception. Yeah, that was for ga- for gamblers everywhere. I'm I'm sorry because that fucking hurt.
1: Yeah, that was ba- yeah, cuz I I think I did like some prop bets thing with a lot of stupid at
0: ad- the Gatorade yeah, one. Yeah,
1: Gatorade. I did like the link. Would you of the, would you bet? I think I did red. I did yellow. And it was freaking orange. I did not expect orange. But yeah, I think. I, but but yeah, I think my one of my prop bets was like it was the over under fifty four. I think I had under under the the, the under fifty three and a half. But I, oh. I, I was definitely I was definitely thinking like oh the forty ers are at least going to go down and maybe kick a field goal to give him a chance. No, nope. Garoppolo just flat out just throws a terrible pass and the game's over. And it's just like dude, that just that just puts Jimmy G in, in a nutshell. Is that he when 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 the game has to go on him in big time situations. He's he's just not there. I mean, I mean, shit. People give cousins for for you know they give him shit for not if the game has to go on him, he can't win games. But I I think it, that really that should more go on and fall on burden should fall and then I mean those claims of that burden should fall on Jimmy Garoppolo because he he obviously can't when he has to step up and be the yeah. guy. It was just bad.
0: Well, let's let's talk let's talk now about that halftime that show.
1: halftime show.
0: I'm gonna talk in my erotic, more silent voice because I'm just so turned on by it. Twenty four hours later. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean. Oh I mean God. that. I mean, you know, the combined age of of those two women. Oh, not, it's probably ninety three. Ninety three years. It's probably just stupidly high, but I don't even. Shakira's forty three so and J Lo's fifty. But I, I, dude, I was
0: unreal. It was unbelievable. What? What are they? What's in their water? I, because I bet millions of other people want I, to know. Jennifer Aniston's got the same water too. I, I
1: know. Seriously. I I know that they're. I know that they're, you know, celebrities, they make a ton of money and they can upkeep themselves, but I mean, they're just yeah, I but suppose. they're bo- I mean, they're in, cre- in incredible shape. And Yeah,
0: yeah, credit credit to them. Even I, though I think yeah. they were fake, even though I think they were faking the entire the entire oh, yeah part because there was no way they yeah. weren't gassed yeah. during, All the dancing know, halfway through it. I didn't care. I don't I mean, it's it's entertainment, yeah. who cares? I
1: I personally when I was watching the game, I could barely hear the music. And I did not give a shit. I did not care about the nope. music. I was just sitting there watching it. I had a few beers with me. I'm just sitting there watching it, kind of like my mouth open, like not blinking, just like literally throughout the yeah, whole dude. halftime my, show. I was just like...
0: I could feel how wow. wide open my eyes were. Yeah, I
1: was just like, this is amazing. This is one of the greatest halftime shows of all time. As much as I hate, I'm, I'm kind of a proponent. I'm, I'm going to write something on this. I, I really want the halftime show to go be more about the music. You know, stop bringing in these stupid-ass pop stars that, that just for money and branding because the Super Bowl knows what it's doing. It wants to gain ratings, so they'll bring in the shitty pop stars just so they that sell a lot of music just to gain more ratings. I'd rather see a, a kick-ass rock band go on stage or something, but that, that
0: – Oh, you're going to – I'm sorry to say you're going to get torn apart in that. Well, I,
1: I don't care. I I I,
0: th- I I I mean, I guess for those rock people, they might agree with yeah, you, though.
1: I, I just think I just think they need to showcase musicians that actually make good music, but – I I'd, I'd rather have if you're gonna to bring on some pop stars or something, bring on some some women in good shape that can dance like Shakira and J yeah. and I will be satisfied. That was great. That was yep. I was a big fan of it. That was
0: the- and I think and I think any anything will beat the uh, the Black Eyed Peas back in like 2012. Oh my gosh, were just fucking terrible. That
1: was that <laughs> was brutal. And then oh my gosh, that was and it wasn't like Beyonce's like not like didn't she mess up or something I, like in her oh probably I, I thought there was a mess up there and <clears throat> yeah it's just that was yeah this halftime show was was great just just because of the dancing and uh you know this very revealing clothing um you know i i don't yep. mind and just sitting there like okay i mean this is it's kind of funny because you know there are probably kids that are like four or five years old watching this and
0: some kids that are definitely gonna have some erotic dreams yes, for one of the first times they're in their gonna life.
1: have like some dreams they probably wouldn't be having until like puberty, and they're gonna be like, mm-hmm. Daddy, I had this weird dream last night, and it's just gonna be from. And I woke
0: up and I was all sticky. Yeah, you know. I was like, what you're, you're six years old, what the hell? No. God damn it, damn it, Shakira. And then you, Shakira. but even, but then dad was like, Yeah, I woke up sticky yeah, too. So, so. We're,
1: we're one in one, son. The wife's like, What? No, stop. You know that was. I just feel like. I just feel like probably a lot of the women want. do even.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Giannis goes this. He, I think he tweeted. He said, "This Super Bowl is, this Super Bowl halftime show is getting me in trouble." Yeah, because <laughs> you know, every man in America and woman, you know, whoever else is, you know, just was just into that performance was just wide-eyed. Oh, I mean, yeah. I could feel it on myself. I've never felt my eyes that wide open yeah. for like seven minutes straight. Yeah, I
1: was literally just like, yeah, I was like in awe the whole time. I was just insane. But I feel, I definitely feel like there was some women that probably did not like it because of how revealing it was, and maybe they're just thought it was gross and blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it's like, well, I mean, I, I don't, the guys didn't care. I, I mean, we we don't care. I mean, it's, it was entertainment. I mean, I don't it, was, think, it well. was clearly
0: marketed at us for whatever reason was decided, but I bet there's research to support it. Oh, so definitely. That, not, don't blame me. Blame them for doing blame, it. Yeah, I'm, know, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just the guy watching. Just, yeah,
1: exactly. I was about to say, I'm just a guy watching the Super Bowl trying to get some entertainment value out of a football game and i'm yeah. not i'm i'm surrounded by TVs i'm not going to i just can't not watch it you, you know i i have to watch it and it was that's how it was the super bowl picked them and it was fantastic i can't complain
0: let's uh let's talk about some of the ads mm-hmm. that stupid fucking winona ad you know i my uh, my brother Lives down in Winona, and he said a lot of people from there were really upset about mm-hmm. it. And I can kind of see why. Someone who grew up in a small town, there's all these stereotypes of people from the Midwest, yep. especially people in smaller towns. That you know, we we love winter, like we choose to live up here mm-hmm. because of the winter. Mm-hmm. Some people think we're psychopaths, and we actually enjoy it. And then they think that we're super, you know, untechnologically advanced. That we don't, you know, oh, I built the website with pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like pictures. That's why I put them in there. Like it was just over the top. Yeah. And you know, from someone that's from here, I think the stereotypes are hilarious. I don't get offended yeah, by it's, them. Yeah, it's great. But when you, but when they threw an actual city from Minnesota in the name, I think they took it too far. You know, people are on the fence. If you know, people from Minnesota are either on one side or the other. But I think, I think that was just too far. You yeah, know, for, for the I good people. Of I mean,
1: it was. I think the only reason. Yeah, they did that cuz that was Winona Ryder. She's from Winona, Minnesota. That's where she was born. So, that's probably why they did it picking out Winona if anything, but the the stereotype, if you're anything you're going to pick out that stereotype in a town in Minnesota, you got to go like way up north like to Ely or or even like Duluth or something. Winona is like southern Minnesota. There definitely is stereotypes that still hold up there, but that that's not a town that you want to be that's that's not a good stereotyping talent for like Midwest or Minnesota because that's just Southern Minnesota no. towards Wisconsin and Iowa. You got to do like Northern cities, and it just it just it made no sense. I mean, I'm fine doing stereotypes and all that. It, it's I think it's funny, but I I don't think that made sense for for the city of Winona in, in southeastern Minnesota. Yeah.
0: Well, and did you see the? Did you see the sign? It looked like they filmed it in the middle of North Dakota. Yeah, I know like it was in a flat cornfield. Like that's no, not Winona. Winona's beautiful. Yeah, like bluffs. It's bluffs. Yeah. It's there's water. You know, there's right along the Mississippi, it, along with all the other it, bluffs. Like
1: exactly, that's what weird. They made it seem like this, like Winona's a super small ass town, like, like farming like town, Fargo almost. And you know, it, 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 no, it's not. It's 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 in the bluffs, and there's. It's, yeah, it's beautiful down there. I I know what they're trying to do. I know it's not to be taken literally, but it's it's they, they put a city in there. It's like well, least, it made it a little personal. At, at, I le- think. at least stereotype a city that that fits it. Um, Winona just doesn't make any sense to me in that in that sense.
0: And Winona's not like a small town. No, it's like, not. I at think all. they they have like twenty some thousand people yeah. there at least. No, probably more and than that. There's lots to do. Yeah. There's a college. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't. They just they just completely biffed it, yeah. and then what also pissed me off is Squarespace's website now is playing off mm-hmm. of it, and it's like a picture of her looking out in the distance, like in a super serious face, saying how like she rediscovered her heritage. Yeah, but like the commercial wasn't serious at all. So like I think they were just kind of miscommunicating between the actual ad and what they're showing on their website. But
1: yeah, I, yeah, it made it kind of made no sense in the end. It was it was kind of just a very weird commercial. I. I it, it it was like it was it was yeah it was it was like it was just awkward when there was like those silences and stuff like it's like you, you could have made a really funny stereotyping Midwest Midwesterner or uh, you know stereotype stereotypical Minnesota ad and made it way funnier than that it was just like awkward and too yeah. many silences and just made no sense I, I don't know it's it's like it's like I know that you you wrote in the article like. And this 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 hits it on, you know on the head that the, this company's out of New York,
0: so it's like yeah they don't know, they don't shit, know about shit about Minnesota, Minnesota or Winona they're, clearly because look where they filmed it not even close uh, to what Winona looks exactly. like and the stereotypes are you, completely you off.
1: know that they're sitting in a meeting room all right let's do something for the Super Bowl oh about Midwestern stereotypes that's funny all right uh, let's get a let's get a, uh, a celebrity oh Winona Ryder oh yeah she's kind of relevant stranger things she's from winona minnesota let's do something with her and then they like they come up with probably like really weird stereotypes that all these new native new yorkers sitting in a corporate office out there have kind of heard through the grapevine and they just totally executed on it terribly like like again like make a if you're gonna make a good stereotypic stereotyping commercial of like minnesotans you can do way better than that that was just like poorly executed it's like they just well i don't know
0: and according to NPR, a 30-second Super Bowl co- commercial can cost up to 5.6 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they could have spent up to five point five and a half million dollars on that ad, it's just like you guys fucking suck. And maybe I took it a little over the top in the article. I said New York City is the king of the rats. I meant that because it literally is. It is. And I said that Squarespace build has shitty tech and. 10,000 takes is hosted off Wix and Wix is way better but I'm not going to say that on the air you know I just I, I don't know it, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way and there's people that agree and there's people that disagree but you know that's how that's how we're going to roll but uh, sadly football is over I know we had the bit with Seinfeld you know Jerry and Kramer screaming at each other and that was pretty much you know me and every every one of my other friends you know yesterday kind of waking up realizing that football's over but now well, you got
1: the XFL.
0: We have the XFL yeah. and according to a unofficial source from a picture I found in a Google Google images area mm-hmm. of the internet, technically Minnesota is in the land of the battle hawks. So Jake, I got to ask you, is that going to be the takes official team or, you know, what, what are we going to do about this? Cause we got to cover it. Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, whatever they say is our team or what we, I mean, where are they located again? What, what city was it?
0: Uh, I believe Battlehawks Hawks right St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, so they, they kind of represent the whole Midwest yeah, cause I, from what I'm seeing. Yeah. I here. saw
1: that map that was kind of showing. I mean, there might be a, you know, a demand for it. So, I mean, if we have to choose a team, it's gotta be the closest team. You know, it's gotta be the team that represents the Midwest the most. Instead of just picking a team, we got to pick a team that's more relevant to location. So, I mean, if that's, if that's the case, we're going to have to go with the, the Battlehawks and cover that and and see what they do you know start figuring out uh, who some of these players are on their team cuz i know uh, amongst some of the players like i know you know i was looking at some a list of some of the players joining and there's definitely players that are um recognizable you know you know you know these guys names like i know cardell jones is one of them that you know was that quarterback out of ohio state and and then a former i, I, I okay so this was this was this was shocking to me that he was even still playing football as of last year. This guy played in the AAF. Okay, I, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going mm-hmm. to ask you if you know who he is. He, he was a Golden Gopher quarterback, and I thought he was totally off the um, off the radar. And then I saw him playing quarterback last year for an, a, an AAF team. Do Do you know who that is?
0: Oh, is this the, is this the guy who beat the shit out of a kid in yep. What's his name again?
1: Philip Nelson.
0: Philip Nelson. And he's still oh playing. my god. He was brings me back to growing well, up. Yeah, he, watching yeah, him. Yeah, he
1: he he was like a star Minnesota recruit, you know, he went to Minnesota, played here for like a year, year and a half. He made his debut like a true freshman at Wisconsin, looked good. Then he had like an attitude problem cuz I think he was pissed off that he was competing for a job with another quarterback, which was Mitch Leitner at the job or at the time, so he transferred. And then
0: the summer before, like a modeling bit? Yeah,
1: yeah I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. D- did he? Yeah, he did like some. uh I don't know. He.
0: I was talking yeah. about this with some friends. Yeah, I think he was into like yeah, modeling. for I a think I bit. heard about.
1: Yeah, what a <laughs> what a joke. But yeah, he. But yeah, that <laughs> summer before he transferred, in which he probably was into modeling or something. But that 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 summer before he tra- officially transferred to Rutgers, he got in trouble in Mankato, Minnesota, for like stomping some guy's head in at a bar.
0: She just beat the shit out of some yeah, dude. Yeah, what
1: an idiot! It, yeah, what a what a dumbass! It's like, and then he then he transfers to Eastern Carolina University, where I don't know if he played, but that was the last I really ever heard of him like, about that Mankato story. Then I'm watching the AAF last year, and they mentioned the quarterback Phil Nelson, but I'm like, that's not the same Phil Nelson. That's a that's a common last name. Sure enough, I see the picture of him. Look him up. It's the same fucking guy I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> and now this guy he's he, I, he's one of the quarterbacks in the XFL it's 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 wow. it's, it's insane that this guy's still around what, a, playing what a journey
0: I know right I you know I, I bet a lot of these players have quite a journey you know dipping in and out of football as opportunities have you know doors have closed with the AAF or you know getting cut from an NFL team and and now you know WWE legendary star and well he founded the WWE right Vince McMahon yeah I think so yep yeah, mm-hmm. I trust him more than those more than those cucks who started the AAF. Well, I think he's got what it takes. I, I do
1: too. I think he's he can bring more hype and I think he has more money to invest in it so it's going to at least last it's going to last at least a year. But I think they said he put Plus, like 500 million into it to make it last at least 3 years or something like that.
0: And this thing failed back in the 90s yeah. too, which you know, most people would look at that as as a bad thing, but in the world of entrepreneurship, I mean, that really just – maybe he learned a lot mm-hmm. and took him 20 years to do it again, mm-hmm. but now he's back. I don't know. Yeah,
1: exactly. I know, Yeah, because I know that – yeah, it was, it was done before, and I think a lot of people are concerned, well, if it was done before and it failed, why would he do it again? Well, because he might – you know, he can evolve on what he did wrong and do do it better this time, and who knows what's going to happen. You know people are going to be w- tuning in the first few weeks. I'm definitely going to be checking out yeah. a few games.
0: 100% I can't I can't I don't want to go a week without football yeah, exactly
1: so I think that's why people that's why there's a little demand for this is and, and with all the you know every year I think people are getting more upset with Roger Goodell and the NFL and how they're handling refing and other BS like that they they kind of want to see another league and how another you know more authentic football and I think the XFL will bring that a little bit to fans and I I'm definitely going to tune into it and see what what the hell what the hell happens go battle hawks yeah
0: Let's go! Yeah, go go, Battle Hawks! Let's fucking right? go. Um, on a less exciting note, let's talk about the Wolves. Oh. They are. Let me give you some depressing stats. Yep. The Minnesota Timberwolves are currently 15 and 33, last place in the Northwest by eight games. Gross. Second to last in the West Con- Western Conference, which they're up four games on Golden State, which is really f- hilarious that and kind of sad how for Golden bad State. Golden State is. But credit to the Wolves for being better than a recent NBA dynasty. I mean, you know, you gotta take anything you can get, right?
1: Exactly. Well, like we mentioned it so much with the Wolves, you gotta take anything, little thing positive that you would not find with any other sports team, especially in Minnesota, with the Timberwolves to find any sort of optimism that can even make them at least a little relevant in our minds as our NBA franchise here in Minnesota.
0: I mean, last week we were shattering records and this week we're up quite a few games on a, you know, a team with multiple NBA championships. So, credit to us. Uh and even though the Wolves are on 11 losses in a row, the last time they played the Kings, they played the Kings tonight. Yeah. Well, actually uh 2 times ago they played the mm-hmm. Kings. They were coming off a 12 game losing streak and they won by one. So, mm-hmm. For all you people that are Wolves fans and for any Timberwolves players who for sure aren't listening to this podcast because all we do is rip on them, I believe in you tonight. I believe in the Wolves. And, oh, boy, am I lying through my teeth right now. But you know what? Let's go. I think they can do it. Wolves win tonight. I might bet on them. Actually, I should, probably shouldn't bet on them. I should bet on the Kings so that the Wolves win. Yeah, I was going to say, but- I
1: mean, if you want, it's kind of – you gotta, you gotta make a choice here. If you want Minnesota teams to win, you might have to just start betting against them and and betting maybe your life savings into the other team, and and maybe the uh, Minnesota and teams will start winning.
0: Be just your luck. That would be that would be uh, the utmost dedication to the bit. It would be. It's just a bit. It's a bit. Jake, Jake, what about the Wild? Let's talk. Well, oh, it's the more wild.
1: depressing. I mean, what's funny is. So, like, you talk about the All-Star, come out of the All-Star break. They had one, I think, two in a row coming out of the All-Star break. Then they have the All-Star break, play Boston on Saturday. And I know there was all this hype going around, you know, you know headlines around our local media saying, oh, Wild coming off, of, off All-Star break with a couple wins, looking to spurge a little little magic here to create a playoff run heading into the heading out of the all-star break in the last stretch of the season and then sure enough like on Saturday they get crushed by the Boston Bruins six to one and he's
0: loose and he's sorry, loose I, he, sorry I had a PA tick oh no
1: no yeah dude it's I'm I, I, I got that too I, I, nice
0: hit young man
1: <laughs> yeah what was the oh man nice job young man
0: <laughs> and he's loose.
1: Damn it! I thought I took my meds for it today, but I guess not.
0: I knew I could get oh, you man. off your track. Yeah, dude. Oh, I hated to cut. I hated to cut you off mid-take, but I just see if that. No, worked. it definitely did work. I'm like, oh no, PA
1: tick, man. <laughs> it's it'll get you every time, man. It'll throw you. It'll throw you off. You know, you just go from you. you start. You start at like zero. And then, like in a matter of seconds, you're at like a hundred.
0: No! You gotta
1: be kidding me! no you've got to be kidding me gosh very easy with the pa tick though it it can it can really (laughs) throw you off track throw everybody off track you know you go to zero to a hundred you know because he'll be like he'll be like oh delvin cook in the backfield he's running up the
0: line and he's it's are your parents home right now
1: yeah yeah they're, they're 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 probably uh getting pissed right now they're like what the they're, fuck is going on down there
0: they're about a uh an arm hair away from kicking you out of the yeah,
1: house probably very close <laughs> honestly
0: but it's they're like it's time it's time to get our 23 year old son yeah out right here. he's in the, he's in the basement screaming pa he's in the basement screaming
1: some weird <laughs> shit down there i don't know what he's yelling man but uh yeah no if I keep doing those PA ticks, man. If I don't, if I don't, if I don't address that situation, or I don't take the proper medication to address that, it could get bad, man. It, you know, you get, you get. I don't know what the. I don't. I think it's too new of a, of a. I don't know what is it a, a disease or whatever to have a name for it. But I don't know. We're gonna have to come up with a name for
0: that. We'll do some more investigation. More investigation but on what that we could call back it. on. Back in <laughs> back the wild. On I just saw. I saw someone on Twitter. Yesterday, who was said, or no, it was Saturday. Saturday before the Wild game, you know, against the game against the Bruins where they lo- when they lost six to one, they said, you know, uh, who who else who does who else doesn't care about the stupid Super Bowl and is excited for the Wild game tonight? And I was like, are you fucking hot? Yeah,
1: you, you know, I I saw that, and it's one of those people that you know is just all for hockey, 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 hockey. Okay, I get that. I, I love watching hockey as much as the next guy but the they are doing bad and it's the super bowl. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, and and it's it's the super bowl, man. It, it it's not like the Stanley Cup, dude. It's a it's a it's a regular
0: Saturday Nice game. job,
1: young man. Wow! The connection cousins, Thielen. Nice job. But anyway, like I was saying though, I mean everybody everybody uh you know, I think everybody is really not feeling great about the wilds, and uh, it's not looking good. Um, I,
0: Jake, are you finally are you finally now on team tank for the wild? Because I know nah. you had you had hope, and you were on the positive side of me insane. But
1: I I, I still am sitting on the positive side because you know I was thinking today because I'm, I'm I'm a huge optimist, I guess. But in ten years, that might change just for more. Uh, you know, I'll have PTSD in ten years of just constant letdowns. Over and over again. But I was saying the Wild right now, I think they're about seven points out of a wild card, which isn't a lot with the amount of games left. It does sound like a little bit, but they do have plenty of time. You know, If they if they go on one ba- one more bad, though, spurge of losses, which they've done a few times this year where they lose three or four in a row and they get up to about a dozen points out of a, out of a wild card, with just now maybe just about two months left in the season, they're done. They can't afford another losing Spurge. Like if they start losing here like three or four more games, yeah. they're done, which they've done a few times. But if they can still win two or three here and they're like they're playing the Blackhawks tomorrow night, which is Tuesday of this week, which I'll be at that game. I'll be cheering my ass off. I always love when they play the Blackhawks. It's always a jolly old time. But, you know. The,
0: you just, you got to do a fair amount of shit talking during you that You do. Game.
1: And I actually have a funny story, actually. uh I've only been to one wild playoff game in my life. Like, I've been to one. It was like the, I think, the Western Conference semifinals when we actually won a first-round series. I think it was back in 2013. Or no, it was back in 2015, I believe. We beat St. Louis in the first round. Then we went and played Chicago in the second round, so the conference semifinals. And we lost the first two games in Chicago, of course. And then game three came here, and I I think my dad got me tickets because it was like my birthday, around my birthday in May. And I went to the game. It was a really crappy game. Like we lost 1-0. Patrick Kane scored the only goal of course, so and it was just kind of a low action game. But it was fun because I don't know if you remember the Chicago Blackhawks had a a you know a little known goalie named Corey Crawford and I don't yeah, know if you remember remember but, that fucking yeah. guy.
0: He always played he always played out of his yeah. ass in the Especially playoffs against every against the year. Wild.
1: But people loved to just chant his name. You know, Crawford, Crawford, and I went to that game, and, you know, the beginning was kind of fun because we were, well, the whole game was fun, but it was, except for when we lost. But back on track, everybody in the stands was just yelling Crawford at at a few points during that first period, you know, Crawford, and it was great. But there was this one drunk guy that didn't know, a wild fan, that didn't seem to know when to stop doing it, when to stop saying it. He was literally this drunk guy standing up and when it would be uh, between whistles or between even periods or whatever, when no one was yelling Crawford, but he'd be standing up just fucking yelling it from the top of his lungs, just right in front of us, blocking people's views, just yelling, Crawford, just yelling it. And, And even wild fans were like, dude, Hey, sir, can you please sit down? Like this lady got up from like her seat from the other section to go over and talk to him, tap him on the shoulder and asked him, like, nice, hey, sir, can you please be quiet? And, like, mid-sentence, when she was trying to ask him to be quiet, he turns to her.
0: Politely tell him to fuck herself. Go fuck himself. Yeah,
1: like, pretty much, yeah. And as she's, like, talking to him, he turns and just starts yelling in her face, like, Crawford! Like, putting a hand in his face, do you do kind of like the... The handout, you know, kind of like the salute thing, you know, as you are saying it. Chicago
0: fans in a nutshell, right there. But
1: folks. but the thing is, he was yeah. But the thing is, he was a wild fan though. He was a wild fan. And He's just yelling Crawford. Oh what? Yeah, it was a wild fan. He just kept yelling. Yeah, because the opposing teams yell Crawford. That's what you usually did. The opposing teams would yell Crawford to try to get in his head or whatever. Oh, that was kind the of
0: bit. like the 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 whole sieve. Yeah, belt. it's like kind of like the sieve, yeah, but gotcha. you just be
1: yelling Crawford and you kind of be putting your arms out, kind of like the. You know, like a Florida State and the Chiefs do and they do their, you know, their chant. They kind of put their hand up, you know, bring it out or whatever. But that's kind of what you do when you do it. And he just turned to this lady and just started pointing in her face, yelling Crawford right in her face. And then a, a guy behind him started saying, dude, can you please be quiet? Turns to him, starts doing the same thing, yelling in his face, just yelling Crawford, Crawford. And then, and then after a while, like you know, Usher came out. Dude, you got to sit down. He finally sat down a little bit, but then he started saying some crap to like the, the guy's girlfriend, or said that dude, your girlfriend's a bitch, or something like that. And there was a little bit of a tussle, and nothing. Su- surprisingly, he calmed down near the third period, but he was completely hammered. We get up to the top of the concourse right at the end of the game, and he gets arrested. It was, it was. <laughs> he just they put him up against the wall. He's gonna He's like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck are you guys doing? It was so funny. The guy, you know, at. At first, it was kind of funny when he was yelling Crawford by himself, but after a while, it's like, dude, we're just trying to watch a hockey game, too, man. We're about to lose. Yeah, yeah you got to shut up. you just got to shut up. Like You're just turning into a Chicago fan right now. I mean, you'd think this would be, come out of a Chicago fan, but it was it was hilarious. I mean, it, it was kind of funny just to see people get pissed at him, but after a while, I was kind of getting annoyed, but it was just kind of funny to see him get arrested. There was, like, two cops, and he was complaining and saying, what, what the hell did I do? And it's like, dude, you're being drunk and annoying, you you know, you're not, you're you're not, you're standing up, blocking people's views, after a while, dude, it just, it's not funny anymore, man, you just gotta kind of stop, and be aware of your surroundings, but, he never, when you, you
0: you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, buddy, that's the way his
1: were handcuffs, in jail, exactly, but, I mean, well, like, you look at, you got the wolves in the wild, and it's just like depressing, but, I just wrote an article, released it today, that I, the hottest team in Minnesota right now, debatably, the Minnesota Golden Gopher hockey team, out of all teams right now. Like, it's, it's, it's shocking because this team had three wins. Okay, get this. So, like, just two weeks ago, I think two or two and a half weeks ago, this team had only three Big Ten Conference wins out of 15 games. That, they were completely shit they were complete shit and now they're on a five-game winning streak swept number six Ohio State like two weekends ago swept Wisconsin who's actually not that good in hockey but still he swept them they're on a five-game winning streak they're now a point out of first place in the Big Ten which is just beyond me this team was like sitting in like sixth place like two weeks ago like second to last place looking like the season was going to go around but Believe it or not, out of all the hottest teams right now that you think would be doing well, I don't think anybody would see at this point the Golden Gopher hockey team who has been kind of irrelevant. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, though. I mean, people have gone, like, full Timberwolves on them. Like, I did. like they're
0: kind Especially of when they were getting swept. They were getting swept, like, yeah, every, every fucking well, weekend in November. North
1: Dakota, yeah. Like, North Dakota killed them, like, 9-3 and then 4-1, and then they were losing to, you know, shit teams like Michigan State. And, you know, it's just like, ah, this team is just – Gopher Hockey it used to be a staple of this state. Now they're just, you know, crap. And people kind of put them on the back burner now, which is sad. Being that they, you know, of course, you know, disbanded the WCHA, which I think was a reason why people kept watching them. But they're surging surprisingly right now. And they might be our only hope right now in Minnesota sports to do something, which is sad because it's just they still haven't. They, still, this could be very short-lived very well after yep. this weekend. But that's just yep. surprising right now. They're the team to be like, oh, wow, they're our best team right now. I mean, debatably, you could say like UMD Hockey or or like Mankato State, you know, some of those teams that don't have Division One in any other sports. They're only known for their hockey. They're doing well. Nah, but whatever. I'm a U of M guy. I, 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 you have a problem with me about me saying that? Well, then come, after, come at me, bro. But I'm only really talking about University of Minnesota here. They're the team everybody looks at in the end. If they're gonna be good or not. I mean, come on. Sorry if that offends yep. you.
0: They're yeah, they're mainstream. They're mainstream.
1: They're mainstream. I'm sorry. Even when they're not doing good, they're 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 still the mainstream team that people criticize and poke <clears throat> at instead of a, a number one Mankato State. I'm sorry. It's just true. Yeah. It's just true.
0: Well, I think, Jake, with that, we're at time. So we would like to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Minnesota Rundown presented by 10,000 Takes. You can go to our website at www.10... And he's loose!
1: You've got to be kidding me! (laughs) No!
0: I'm going to keep doing this every fucking episode from here on out. Nice
1: job, young man! It's yeah, probably peeking oh, in the probably, that's probably peeking into everybody's headphones or wherever they're listening. <laughs> or if someone's like low key listening, like listening to this, like while they're doing something else, they're just going oh what the f was that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the headphones come flying off the head. Dude, what was that? I don't know, dude. Row. That was some weird shit. Gosh. <laughs> oh it's a great bit. Twitter <laughs> Twitter at ten thousand takes MN, YouTube, Instagram ten thousand takes. We want to thank you guys again for listening. Also, listen to some of our other shows, The Bubba Breakdown featuring our big guy Bubba and The Jack Leverage Show featuring myself all on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So thanks, guys, for listening. We it's the Minneapolis a miracle! <laughs> we'll see you later. Peace out,
1: guys.